Okay, we're rocking and rolling, Jamie. Um, cool. Let's go. Hello, Happy New Year. Um, welcome back. Happy New Year. Well, happy New Year. We made it. We made it. We survived another fucking treacherous Christmas. How was, yeah. how was yours, Jamie? How was yours? It was, um, it was all right. Was <laughs> it's good, you know, when you've got a kid and then you have to be with in-laws. Yeah, it was a good day. It got to the point where she literally had a mound of presents and I was just forcing her to open more and more. Just like, get through them, please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop and play with them. Just open them. Yeah. You can play tomorrow. Just open them now. Yeah. Which was the complete opposite to myself, which I had one present. So Really? Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You? How's yours? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Really good, actually. It was up at um, the in-laws in Newcastle. Well, Washington, sorry, for couple of days which is good um i did zero hobby all christmas i did, didn't touch a thing read a, read a book but didn't do anything which is a bit of a shame. i didn't touch any hobby which was the absolute opposite of what i wanted to do but i was just very busy with yeah. life and socializing but i think this is the first bit of decent hobby we're doing really this year which is cool um so jamie this is a new thing for us uh, it's gonna be a new thing for the listeners um I know we tapped into it in the last episode, but do you want to just give give our lovely audience an idea of what this episode's all about? Yeah, so we decided from some of your feedback is that we might, we're going to split, well we're not, we are going to split up some of the uh, hobby section into its own sort of format episode where we literally are just going to talk hobby for probably about 30, 40 minutes. Um, just what's happening with us, what's new from Warhammer, discuss what we've seen online. And then when we come to the book episodes, we can just focus on the book, get through those, and maybe get a bit more into, you know, talk a bit more about the book itself and then not spend some time on hobby. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really sensible move and hopefully it works really well for us. It's a twofold thing for me, really. It means we can spend more time talking about a particular thing per episode, which is cool, but it also allows us to get it done quicker and get more content out for you guys because we were struggling to keep up with one a month whereas because because it takes so long to do one episode whereas doing these nice shorter sharper iterative episodes and keeping them really singular I think will work really well for us That's yeah, yeah definitely okay cool and this has been you know to start our first episode there's a lot of news that's gone on which is really helpful for us to talk about. Yeah. So if nothing had happened, this might have been a bit of a desperate episode. But yeah. yeah, no, there's lots to talk about. There's loads to fucking talk about. So what we're not going to do is we're not going to be diving back in time too far. We're going to be te- we're going to basically pick this up, aren't we, per episode when we do a hobby episode. Just look at what's come out recently. I didn't want to go back to like you know last year what came out. It's really what's just landed. What's cool to talk about. What's got us excited? So, I mean, shall we go into the first bit, which is new releases? Yeah, so um, what happened, I think, was it last, on the weekend or last week? Um, War Games Workshop had a big open day at Warhammer World. Mm. New Year open day. And it didn't disappoint by the looks of it, for what we saw online. And I want to say a big thank you to Chaotic Crusader and the General's Minions. They were there, and they sent us some pics straight from the show for for things in, in not in person, I guess, but what they saw in person, and they sent us. So yeah, that was really good of them. So thank you guys. Yeah, it's brilliant because just just to interject there, I didn't know that you were doing that with them. I didn't know you'd spoken to them. So there was a moment where I was like sitting doing something, 
and my phone just went absolutely mental because someone sent like 50 photographs through in the group in the chat <laughs> my phone was just going like buzzing for ages and i thought it was broken it's quite funny yeah um i posted i saw the which we'll get into what we get into now one of the first things i saw was the new tech priest which is from the new kill team arena set mm. so <clears throat> let's talk about that kill team arena yeah kind cool. of look, looks to me a bit like they've merged space hulk into kill team so it's moved away from the standard square board you know open but with scenery and obstacles to a more corridor I think what well, that Rogue Trader game as well, that's a bit similar to that, isn't it? Where you've got yeah. bulkheads, doors. So they've sort of pushed that into the 40k universe to give you a kill team, which I think is great because it just makes it quicker and even easier to play. Because you don't even have to think about really building scenery on a board. Oh, absolutely. What you would do is have a cardboard board and some doors and stuff. And yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's super reminiscent of the first ever thing I got from Games Workshop, which was Hero Quest, like back in the 90s. Yeah. It was very similar. It was a big card table with like plastic doors, which is really cool. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I've not played Kill Team. I think you might have, or have I imagined that? No, I haven't played it mm. yet. I, I bought a shit ton of like orcs for it, and then they just sat under my desk while I've done other stuff. That is the next thing on my list. Orc nice. Kill Team. Maybe I'll get something painted up so we can do some Kill Team. Yeah. Well, I've got those. Um, I've got those. Oh, that'd be really thematic. Sorry, going on a tangent. I've got those Steel Legion that I'll talk, tap into later, but maybe I do those and make a kill team, and we can do some. Yeah, cool. We can do some Armageddon, yeah, yeah. Armageddon kill team. That'd be pretty yeah. thematic and cool. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Kill so what I saw was, was cool. that, and I saw uh, the Admech knew like they had like a box for each army, I guess, like a small box, because um, they do commanders to it, which is sort of an add-on where you can buy. a like for the orcs, you can buy the one with the squig, like the orc war boss with the squig yeah. on its own, yeah, with yeah. like cards and stuff for special rules for him. So they did a new one for the Admech, and they made a new tech priest, a new character for the Admech, nice, which nice. is really nice because they literally only have, well, they've got the other tech priest that's been around for a while and cool. And that's pretty much it for their characters. So, yeah, it's nice. He looks pretty cool. You can see, like, he's got the body of cool. He's got that round... Bulbous belly. Yeah. yeah, he's a bit fatter than the other than the other tech priest. And he's got... It looks like he has a few more human parts. He's got, like, a big arm. It's like telling people to be shush or quiet, which is cool. Yeah. I like his funny hat. Like, he looks, like, slightly religious and dogmatic, which is quite yeah. a nice spin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a gene stealer. He has, like, two gun options, like I think, <clears throat> as well. The one we saw online had like a rail gun, but the pictures we got from uh, pictures we got from the open day looked like he has more of a plasma weapon. So yeah, yeah, very cool. Some options. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the the jeans the jeans the cult model <clears throat> from the other side as well. Um, yes, if that kill team looks pretty cool. Something's disciples, I think they're called. <clears throat> yes. So yeah, awesome. So kill team. Um, I might give it a go. I think it looks pretty exciting. Yeah, I think they. Uh, I've got the I've got the rule book for the first one, but this arena one might have to grab that as well. Yeah, it looks yeah. cool. Yeah, very nice. Okay, so what next on the agenda of new stuff that jumps out at you? Well, segueing to what you just said, um, those new jeans dealer cult models. Yeah, yeah, very, very impressed. 
Yeah, I mean, they did a cool little animated video, which I've seen they Games Workshop are doing quite a lot now, is those sort of animated, partly anima- animated anyway, um, well, sort I of hear, intro videos and I, stuff. Yeah, I hear they've expanded out their studio that actually make this stuff. Like, um, they've actually got a dedicated filming space now, so they're going to be doing a lot more Warhammer TV. I think this is part of it, which I, I think is sensible it's 2019 yeah. you know everything's gonna be everything's motion everything's movement um i think it's yeah i think it's very cool i like them <clears throat> yeah so especially like i think we've seen the bikes and stuff before mm-hmm. but you've got like this guy who's got like a floating i guess he's like a vox caster or something let me yeah. have a look yeah, yeah. Got, he looks like he's shouting orders yeah he's got like a big speaker um got the article up here um also, yeah so we said we've seen we've seen the quad bikes and bikes before but they look it was amazing. nice to see a, a bit more closer up of them i love the, up I, image of them i love the static bike with the guy with a sniper rifle yeah so sick they like i said to you before the call very akira like neo tokyo bike chases armageddon wastes yeah. yeah very cool um so we've got like um, him, we've got like this assassin guy who's got like a mini uh, mini gene stealer on a pipe next to him. Yeah, like, he looks And a big awesome. bull dagger. And like, I love anything with like cool splinter cell binocular things going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> and you put that, put that on a model and you're guaranteed I'll pretty much have to buy it because, I don't know, it just looks cool when someone's got like those night vision goggles on. Well, I love that the little baby gene stealer has them on as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. notice that actually. Just yeah. that. <laughs> That's cool. Um, my favourite is probably the whatever the lady character is, the really tall, skinny one. Yeah, I just think like she looks like she's about to just murk someone seriously hard. Yeah, she just looks angry. Mm. So yeah, that that whole range is getting a big boost because literally they had one vehicle and they had not a lot of models. I know you could do the whole guard thing but it's nice to have them a bit more dedicated dedicated models yeah the guard thing felt like a cop-out if i'm honest like i hate that just oh, i'll just plug this other existing range in and make it work it just feels a bit flat yeah 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 definitely i mean it's thematic in way but come on yeah you need to and even if you put tyrannids with them it doesn't it still doesn't quite work because it you've got like then you've got half your army's like full-on tyrannid and half your army's like imperial guards like it doesn't quite go. Yeah, so it's nice. It's yeah. nice they've got expanded that range. Yeah, cool. they look great. Cool. Okay, so what else is there that tickled your... F- oh, hang on, there was another Gene thing. The um, Thunderbirds drill. That big drill oh, yeah. thing. That looks, it reminded yeah. me of Thunderbirds drill. Thunderbirds 4, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I mean, Not but their it. scenery has been like on point... For ages now, it seems they really like got it together. Yeah, it's a shame I'm just never gonna buy any. Like, unless yeah. I get a dedicated or, gaming space, just never gonna get or it. Or spend that much time painting it. Yeah, I've got a whole crate of scenery that's made and painted, but I'm just never gonna get it out again. London's too small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's cool. If you're into that sort of thing, and you've got the time, and space, and energy. Then yeah, that is it'd be a nice centerpiece. Or if you've got a room that you want to give me and Jamie that we can game in forever, then we'll buy it. 
yeah, yeah, definitely. Hmm. Um, okay, so that was the Gene Steeler Colts. I think it's pretty exciting. Um, they've never always, they've not really captured my attention until now. It's only with this release where I've gone, oh, actually, they look like something that's worth spending a bit of money on. So whenever I get around to doing a Xenos Army, they're actually going to be quite high up the list. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, they've got a big, good boost now. They've got a few more vehicles, like these bikes and quad bikes and stuff. Because mm. <clears throat> the, um, I know you could take tanks from the Imperial Guard, but it's nice to get something more um, unique. Hmm. I think fast. I feel fast attack is making like its way back into the game, or it's being focused on a bit more. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of new things that are coming out, which are fast attack options. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good observation. Um, okay, so that's the Gene Sealer cult stuff. What else has grabbed your attention? I think if I could just interject, mine's going to be the just the uh, those Necromunda Ambles. I think they look. They remind me of Transformers. Oh yeah, the Ambots. Yeah. Yeah, I think they look fucking gnarly. I'm not too keen on the way they've painted them, but I think they could look amazing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, as I said, I sent we sent to you on the chat. It looks like those twins in Transformers too. Like those yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones that like have yeah, hip hop like... voices, like yo, yo, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they look cool. I, yeah, they're not. I mean, they're all rightly painted. I like the um, I like anything of hazard stripes. That's, yeah, that's I think I've said this to you before, and I'm sure, I'm sure some listeners will disagree with me and maybe get a bit annoyed. But I think I'm going to assume these are Forge World painted. I think they're going to be resin models. I guess. Um, there's something. No, going... plastic it says plastic. Oh, it does say plastic on there. Interesting. Yeah. There's something going on with the painting style in the specialist games, which I'm not a big fan of. And I can't quite pinpoint what it is, but the last year's worth of painting style, I'm just not that on board with it. I don't know what it is, but, but there's, yeah, there, there's, there's a thread running through all the Necromunda releases, all of the uh, Blood Bowl releases, and it's definitely bleeding into the um, Horus Heresy 30k releases. They're just painted in a certain way, and... I can't pinpoint it what it is, and I'm hoping someone can like drop us a message and tell me the style. There's a particular style being used, which is quite new for for, for Games Workshop and Forge World, and it just looks a bit different, and I'm not a fan. Like I think there's something to be said about the colour tones, or maybe it's pastel colours. I just don't know, but I'm not I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I know um, the Forge World stuff is not painted by the he- most of it's not painted by the heavy metal team. Mm-hmm. They usually use a lot of outside. Um, painters and <clears throat> I think some of it has been really good I, I dig some of it and some of it has I mean better than I could do but some of it's not been to my taste like some of the Space Wolf stuff that's come out hasn't no that that um, that character that came out for Christmas that's probably the most hotly debated thing I've seen online in a very long time you know people have been quite aggressive about how much they don't like that paint job Okay. Yeah, some of the painting has been off. As I said, that Space Wolf thing, I, I mean, it's better than I could do, as I said before, but it just doesn't look quite right to me. Yeah. But, I don't know, yeah. Individual tastes, I guess. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think you're right. I think it's because it's not heavy metal. I can see that it's not, and maybe that's what bothers me. Mm. Yeah, heavy metal would definitely have a... 
have a distinct style and mm. it works really well for 40k it looks really good on 40k stuff like some of the 40, 40k stuff that's coming out painted now is really good oh yeah they, they keep going up they get better and better it's mad yeah. which actually brings me on to the third amble so the other one from Blackstone Fortress I'm just looking at it now it's painted so well like yeah that chest, like around the, the shoulders and stuff, it's just so popping. It looks amazing. Yeah, and it's just such great colour choices with the orange and then the blue. It, yeah, it looks mm. great. Yeah, very nicely done. Again, And everything from that Blackstone Fortress, every model that's come out for that has looked great. Yeah, exactly. It's, <clears throat> it looks stunning, but I was talking to Dan Carruthers about this the other night. We both like desperately want to get it to paint them, but it's one of those life choices when you just suddenly go... I just know I'm never going to have the time to bloody play it. Yeah, exactly. But I really want to paint them. <laughs> but the thing is, you don't. Everyone doesn't need to buy it because you play as a character, right? Yeah. So one yeah. in five of you have to buy it, and then the rest of you just play as the character around your friend, friend's house. So. That's true. That's that is true. That's a very good point. Maybe maybe a bunch of us could go like quids in on it and all paint them up. Might be quite cool. Yeah, just choose your character paint your character and then yeah just go around and play it yeah that's fair um and i guess uh moving on uh my favorite of the releases was the new chaos sorcerer chaos space marine sorcerer i think he looks the absolute fucking nuts (laughs) yeah scully muck skull face yeah i don't think he has enough skulls (laughs) well i said you a little dad's joke didn't i what was that (laughs) You're having a fire sale on skulls. <laughs> get your skulls, get your flaming skulls. Yeah. Um, yeah, he all flaming braziers and skulls. Yeah, he, he looks cool. I mean, the chaos... I mean, come on, this countdown to Vigilus, it's got to be countdown to Abaddon, surely, a new Abaddon model. Yes, I don't know if I remember... I think I sent it to you and the gang. Did you see that someone did a little close-up of the image when they released it on Facebook? They had done the Chaos Space Room model with a graphic background of like a battle but you could in the far corner you could just make out what was clearly the talon of horus like gripping into the air but it's not from the existing model so there's a strong indication that that's a a badden release i don't want to get my hopes up because it could just be looking into it too much but i mean they did a big countdown if this countdown is not some a new model or a whole new chaos range, then it's going to be a complete waste of time and really a letdown, surely. Yeah, I just don't want to get my hopes too far far high. Do you know it's what like I mean? the whole um, October October thing, which I know other people might disagree because they released a load of new vehicles and the vehicles were cool, but it wasn't quite like the major overhaul people who play orcs really wanted. So no, no, it wasn't. No, it was it was a bit of a letdown, but. Um, you gotta make a buzz where you can. I, I like to think they know that Abaddon needs a new model, probably more desperately than anything else in the range. Yeah. Like they've got to realize it. When this Chaos Space Marine Sorcerer, he's going to be bigger than Abaddon. Just looking at him on the page, like you can't have the leader of your entire evil side of the fo- of the range be smaller than a standard plastic Terminator. Like it's just fucking bonkers. <laughs> So fingers yeah. crossed. And, it, and they released that um Kalgar and the 
guy with the spear as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I like that. <clears throat> yeah, he's cool. And I like, I mean, Calgar's Cal- had like what four models now, three or four models. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I um, I was listening to the latest episode of Voxcast. I can't remember who. Was it Phil Kelly did the latest episode? Um, who was it? I think it was Phil Kelly. Anyway, yeah, episode three, Phil Kelly, who's, you know, responsible for all of the 40K lore. And he was talking about, um, uh, what's his face, Marnius Calgar. Because the big question for me was, hang on a minute, how has he become a Primaris Marine? He's a, he's a normal space Marine. And yeah. Phil Kelly goes into it in quite a lot of detail is... Obviously, obviously, they had to retrofit it backwards because they wanted a new model of him. But they knew they couldn't release one that would just be another Marine. They had to make him a Primaris to bring him in line. So it's a case of, well, the horse is already bolted. So we're going to have to retrofit the law backwards a little bit, which they were quite comfortable with because it's such a great model. I mean, debatable. I love it. I know not everyone does. Um, so he came up with this with the team with a really good bit of background and I think it actually makes sense so him and um, other chapter masters across the Space Marine uh, chapters and Gilliman are quite concerned about the embedding of Primaris Marines into existing chapters and that some are gelling better than others so like he talks about fringe chapters like Dark Angels, Carcharodons um uh, flesh terrors, chapters that are a little bit more on the edge and a little bit more secretive and don't like to talk, tell people what they do, are really struggling to embed them into their chapters. So, Call comes along and he's like, "Look, we can actually attempt to upgrade an existing marine into a Primaris, but it's like seventy percent chance that they'll die, but we can give it a go." And they do it to Calgar, and he dies. But in the process of making him into a Primaris, somehow it brings him back to life. So he's like on death's door, dies, but then immediately the upgrade kicks in, and it, that's what kicks him into a Primaris Marine. So he does it as the first one to make a point. He's trying to bridge the gap between being a normal Marine and being a Primaris Marine as a like symbol of unity. And I oh, think that's, that's, cool. that's really clever. I think that that's, that's eased my cynicism a little bit, because... Yes, everything they make rules for and write law for is based on what the studio produces. That's the order. They don't write stuff and then the studio go, cool, we'll make a model of it. It's always, what cool thing can we make? And then they plug it in. And I think they've done a really good job there of that. I think that makes sense to me. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't didn't have such an issue with it. I thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, And Kalgar's a badass who's been, I feel, real short changed since. Um, Gilliman came back so yeah. yeah it's good for him to have a, a cool model now yeah I think he looks great and do you know what I like the last iteration of him as well I think he's always always done well as a model he's always looked pretty decent I mean you've got two power fists with like underslung cannons you're not going to look bad no exactly look fucking gnarly um, okay so I think model wise that's kind of it really I can't think of anything else can you um, for people who play bubble, I like that they're oh, yeah. bringing the cheerleaders in, and the goblins, gobos have got like their secret weapons now. So they've got the pogo, the glider, which is they're cool. They're really cool models. So yeah, nice. 
yeah, I don't play Dodgeball. I should give it a go sometime, but um, the releases always tend to pass me by, which is a bit of a shame. I just want my dwarf cheerleaders tweeted, but and I hope they do them like Lord of the Rings style with beards, like, <laughs> like Aragorn says. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. Um, it's the beards. It's the beards. Okay, so next on the agenda is let's do a couple of minutes on a 2019 wish list so we won't do this every hobby episode but let's just talk about what the fuck do we want to happen in the hobby in the next year oh, yeah that's a good question mm. um, I would I guess I mean I feel it's going to come anyway they'll get some more Primaris vehicles I feel yeah and I, I don't mind that. I can know, cool. I want some more. Yeah, I mean, they've hinted at it. There's going to be a second wave. Well, I mean, they've actually said it. Phil Kelly said it out loud on the last Voxcast. You know, Gilliman's like the herald of the second wave. So I think what I'm I'm hoping for 2019 is Space Marine Codex 2.0, the same way they did the um, Stormcast Eternal Codex 2.0. So... You know, Age of Sigmar launched. Stormcast were the first ones out the back with the Bloodbound, whatever they're called. Um, and then a couple of years into the hobby has settled as Age of Sigmar, they re-released 2.0 code uh, army book for Stormcast. Yeah. I think they'll do the same for Space Marines because that codex has fallen flat. Like me and James are talking about it. There's not that many builds anymore. You know, you you kind of have to build your force a certain way to really play a game anymore because people have just sussed that army out completely. Oh. Yeah, um, I think it starts off with everyone having the the flyers, and they were just like spamming the shit after flyers. Storm and then, talons, yeah, yeah. what they're called. And then they put a rule in to make them not so great, and then it's just, yeah, as I said, and it's just fallen flat after that a bit. Yeah, I mean, it's just early codex issues. Always happens. Early codexes get trashed. I was a long-time sufferer of Chaos Codex Space Marines for 7th edition. That codex was the second codex out in 7th edition, and it was one of the last to get revamped up into a 2.0 codex. And by the time it got there, 7th edition had changed so much. It was just, they were an awful army to play. Like, they were really, really poor on the table. You had to take certain stuff, otherwise you had no chance at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, as I love 8th. I think 8th is better than 7th edition. But I definitely feel that both the Chaos Space Marine and Space Marine codexes are... Just getting to the point where they probably need a big kick up the arse to be any good again. No, yeah, definitely, I see that. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I so for me, we'll... Space Marine Codex, a second wave Space Marine launch. That's my wish list for sure. Oh, and a Chaos, and a Chaos Space Marine launch. Why not? Yeah, I mean that'd be a good box set. Come on, they did the Nurgle, and the Nurgle range is great. Time to go to Black Legion, I think. I yeah. think Sir Nash next in terms of a. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I've got about that, yeah. Personally, I would like some of the. I know it's been going on for years, and this whole box set that's going to be coming out, but some of the 30k mech, bring it into 40k. Come on, yeah. it's so easy to like make your ad mech range bigger and mm. better by having these all these cool models you've already got. And just bringing them into 40k. You don't have to do all of them. Just do a few of them. Or do all of them and yeah. make you happy. Yeah. I mean, 
I, there might be something broken if you do all of it. I can see, I could see understand that, but I mean, there's some really good robots. There's some really good uh, tank-like vehicles. Yeah, just do that, man. That's what yeah. I'm... Cool. So that's our wish list for 2019. Um, you know, I don't want. I don't ask for too much. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want a whole new range. I now. want a whole new range of space marines and chaos space marines, please, because um, they're the only two things I ever seem to collect. Um, I guess uh, so that's the wish list on our agenda um, for next is just a little bit on anything that's grabbed your attention from Black Library releases or anything upcoming that you think looks intriguing or you desperately want to buy quite quickly is there anything knocking about um, this Inferno series looks pretty interesting to be honest I haven't really read too much about it but I guess. Why do you have you read a bit more about it? Well, Inferno is in the um, the magazine, like the reprints they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I like the look of it. It's more just the practicality of spending money on it that's putting me off. Yeah. Um, what else? I, just, I can't remember now. What else I saw? Um, so the one that's jumped out for me, and it's got a lot of cynicism online, and I think it's unfair is um, the two new Warhammer Adventure books that have com- are coming out. Oh, yes. yes I think, yes, I think yes, they look great. Fun. You know, um, it's getting a lot of unfair flack, like, there can't be Warhammer 40,000 books for kids. It's grimdark. It's like, oh, who fucking said? Like, it's a huge universe that can be experienced in many different ways. So I think, go for it. <laughs> so what? Like, there's so many sections of the galaxy and there's so many sections of the mortal realms which are going to be pretty safe, like they are. That's that's a fact. That's that's known. That's said by all of the writers. There are corners of that galaxy which are pretty much left alone and pretty normal. They're not all completely grim, dark, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. But also, it doesn't affect our hobby in any way. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't see the it, it's a kid story, right? But there is going to be peril in there. There is going to be. I know some character. I mean, I read that the first one involves. Don't they find like a Necron warrior or something? Yeah. So, so one is called Attack of the Necron, and the Warhammer one is called City of Lifestone. They look charming and they look excellent, and they look like they would be exactly what I'd want to read at the age of like nine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, how different is it? So you've got a Necron warrior, and they probably kid. I don't know what the story is, but I presume they find a Necron warrior and they have to battle it. First of all. It's a robot, so you can hit it and kill it, and guess what? It's a robot. <clears throat> and secondly, that's basically most kids' sci-fi anyway. So it's just using themes from Warhammer 40k and just using it into the normal storyboard of kids' sci-fi. It's great. Yeah, get I'm, over it. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm really, ex- I'm really excited. Genuinely, um, you know, I've got a nephew who's five, going on six. I can see me. Attempting to get hold of the audiobook for him or something for one of them, I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. And and if you don't like it, don't read it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. <laughs> it doesn't change your hobby. Yeah. Um, and you know the audiobooks are um, being the Warhammer ones being read by Billy Piper and the Warhammer Forty Thousand one by David Tennant, which is that was the only era of Doctor Who I ever watched, um, and I like both of them. So that's pretty cool that they're doing the audiobooks. Yeah. A child, a childhood crush of mine, David. Te- no, not David. Te- because, <laughs> <laughs> because we want to. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, so that's pretty great. 
Um, oh, Jamie, something that did pop into my mind, actually, from new releases that were cool that we didn't talk about for modelling, uh, the Night Goblins, or whatever they're called now. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, what a range. Yeah, what a range. That is a great range. Yeah, it's stunning, isn't it? Um, I do particularly, I know I've always had a bit of a thing for characters, but I do love the new leader of theirs, the little the little guy. The little leader model, what's whatever like his the, name is. The, 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 what's like the face mask. Like yeah. Bad moon face Yeah, I yeah, think he, he just looks cool. amazing. Yeah. Great range. Love the scenery. Um, love the magic as well, like the um, endless spells, like the um, the big spider and the big mushroom cloud. I just think it all looks <laughs> yeah. great. I love the um, the knights on the squigs. They remind me of Labyrinth. Like some yeah, of the, yeah, um, definitely, yeah. Some of those guys, they look fantastic. I have a... I don't know the points cost, but I've got all of the... I think it's called Black Black Skull Pass, which was one of the older Warhammer starter boxes. And it came with Night Goblins and Dwarves. And I gave all the Dwarves to our friend Max. And I kept all the Goblin stuff. And I painted up a good whack of it, and then it just sat in a box and never got used. And there's this little bit of me is like, go on, do it. Do more Warhammer, even though you don't need to. Because there's just something about Night Goblins which is so appealing. Do you know what I mean? It's that... Yeah, yeah. That, they, are, they are great. That nostalgia, silly Warhammer. Well. Yeah. So I'm very like tempted. Fanatics, I'm very tempted. One, like, I was going to say, one of the fanatics looks like he's, like he's spun around too much and he's like throwing up. Yeah, and I love that in one of the, one of the fanatic balls, there's clearly a face print of a Stormcast Eternals mask. <laughs> where it just clattered him in the face and made an imprint. I think that's hilarious. It's just, again, I'm going to use that word, it's charming. It's charming and interesting modelling. I just think, yeah, very tempted. I mean, the whole range is £137. You can buy the lot of it in one click on the website. So that's not not terrible. But, yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to paint. Yeah, all I mean, of their tits on mushrooms. Yeah, so. I love that squig herd as well with the squig with the grot that's stuck inside the squig, and he's like trying to get out, and both his legs are poking <laughs> out. They just look brilliant. They look absolutely brilliant. And you can get squig dice. Get squig what? The dice. They're all like squigs. Yeah, apparently they're squidgy and bouncy. Oh, I mean, there's going to be so many arguments from hard, hardcore gamers about yeah. these dice are not fair. Yeah, like, they're, oh, they, they're not made of plastic. They're not made of like normal plastic. Apparently, they're made of a funny material. So I don't know how that would go down. Yeah, it's like those Nurgle dice that came out. I don't know how well they actually roll. But there's yeah. so many shit dice out there though that Games Workshop have made that is infuriating. There's some that are impossible <laughs> to read. Like you just read them, it's like I don't know what number that is. Yeah, they still never released any Admech dice. One of the only fucking factions when they released a Codex, they didn't release any dice. That's Fuck you. Yeah, that's a <laughs> sad. And they could I'm have done bitter. They could have done them really well. They could have done all the sides in binary. Or they could have taken all the Tech Marine dice that you get in the Space Marine set and just use those yeah. as just all those. Yeah. Um, I'm not bitter, Dave. I'm not. No, you don't sound bitter at all. Um, so. Black Library, nothing else really jumping out at me at the moment. I'm excited about the just in general the direction that the Horus Heresy is going. In but that's more because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently 
um, like the Imperial Truth with Greg Dan. He's fantastic. He's been interviewing all the big wigs recently. He's just been doing a run of episodes where he's interviewed like Graham McNeil and John French. You know the big the big wigs of, of yeah. that library, getting a lot of juicy info on like the ending of the heresy with the Siege of Terror. So that's pretty cool. I'm keeping my eye on that because that's probably my biggest passion in terms of reading actually is probably the Horus Heresy it's the one that always pulls me back and always makes me reread the books yeah um, I got a bit excited again because I'm reading No No Fear ah oh, so good isn't it it's just so um, bloody good come round to Ultramarines again told it's you. great I told you there's nothing to not like yeah. about Ultramarines the only thing bad about it is nothing there's bad. so fucking many there's so many of them there's so many characters in that book that are Ultramarines and we get a bit lost on them but yeah yeah, there's only so many Roman names you can write before it goes boring. Yeah, no, Gaius, Cassius, yeah, I get, yeah. I get it, right? Um, I did read the um, Christmas release by Aaron Densky bowden I bought it. Um, you know, they do the Christmas features, so, you know, it's like loads of little short stories every day. Yeah. Um, I read that one, uh, A Rose Watered With Blood. Very good, really, really good. But you've not read Betrayer, have you? No, that's why I'm reading No No Fear because I want to read No No Fear. And if anyone else shout out to anyone, I'm finding it really hard to find that. <clears throat> sorry, that graphic novel. Was it McCrag's on there? Mm-hmm. Honor of McCrag. Yeah, I've read that. I'm really. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I tried. To, I don't know if they sell it at Warhammer World cheaper, but it's not online. Mm. They only got the ebook version, and I can only find it on eBay for like fifty quid. Yeah. So if anyone knows where you can find one of those cheap, that'd be great. Come on, read that, and then we'll read Betrayer. So. Yep. And then when you read Betrayer. Go and read A Rose Water with Blood. Because it okay. follows the main character, one of the main characters, well, sorry, not main character. It's the captain of the Conqueror, Angron's flagship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a story around her, and it was very, very good. Really, really good. Cool. Really enjoyed it. Um, read it in like 15 minutes, but it was worth it. Like, you know, you just sit down and just speed read because you're so excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, keeping the spirit of wanting to keep these episodes short and sharp, um, we're doing good for time. Um, so happy about library releases so Jamie what have we been doing what have you been doing hobby wise like recently what have you got planned um, what's on the periphery so I've literally today I've just finished that um, armager night armager done the base I'm like coming back from work really busy so I literally spent like two weeks just finishing off the base which is ridiculous because there's not even that anything on it but I just did that so he's got a pair of them now and I told you I showed you that picture didn't I I literally painted like the front carapace painted like fucking hazard stripes on it done all the transfers sealed it grimed it and what do I fucking see the crest of House Tyrannus is upside down <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. Um, like Oops. I said to you man just battle damage it and call it done I've done it. I'll show you a picture of it later. But literally, I just put a massive, like, a scratch across it, and then I just rust streaks, weathering powder. It looks, um, yeah, you can't really tell now. You can, you can tell what it, there's a crest there, but you can't tell it's upside down. I mean, to be honest, anyone looking at it anyway wouldn't have noticed. It's only because you can see the scroll is the other way around. Yeah. But you can't see now. And also, I made some fluff for the reason. I've fluffed my way out of it. Go on. By they, uh, <clears throat> I've named my knights after the two moons of Mars, so Phobos and Deimos, 
which is in Greek mythology fear and terror. So they're the fear of Mars and the terror of Mars. Um, and from my space science days at university, I know one of the moons is going towards Mars and one of them is slowly moving away from Mars. So I can say, therefore, one is pointing towards the surface of Mars and one is pointing away the surface of Mars. There you go. That's a reason. Job done. That is retrofitting the narrative in that would do Phil Kelly proud. <laughs> yeah. I've literally made a reason for one mistake um, and part of my degree was useful. So there we go. There you go. It was all worth it. It was all worth it. Nice. So, what else have you got going on? So, I've done that, and then I might. I've literally bought my last Castellan or Castellan robots for 2000. That is the last model I need for 2000 points of Admech. But I think I'm going to also at Christmas, they released those beautiful Vostroyan? Vostroyan? Voistrin? Vostroyan? I say Voistrin, but I don't know if that's right. Voistrin. Guard, last chance. And I was so tempted to go all in, like get the platoon, get everything. But that was going to be like 150 quid. Yeah. And I just, ugh, wrong time of year to spend that much money. On yeah, support. I don't know why they released it at that time of year. Yeah, I don't know. I guess some people presume that they get massive gift vouchers for Christmas. Yeah, I guess they must. They must. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so okay, yeah, I don't. I literally just, <laughs> I just bought the command squad. Yeah, like the um, flag bearer, the commander, and I'm gonna get um, a really cool. I've seen online like a resin urban rubble knight base, so it's a pretty big base. And I'm just gonna like paint them up and put them on that base, and just sort of have a little display piece just for fun because those models are really cool. I remember when I went to Warhammer World and saw them in the case, and I was like, they are really cool. That flag. Like, that uh, standard bearer flag, that's that's badass. I just love so, the yeah. standard bearer. I love the fact that he's not got his jacket on. He's just, like, bare-chested. He looks rad. Yeah. Fucking hard as nuts. Looks yeah. like a dagger. Yeah. And a flag with, like, a man battling a skeleton. Yeah. No, it's... You and me keep getting clawed into wanting to do Astra Militarum. It's, um... Oh, yeah, no. I, I was really... I was like, I can buy a Lasgun team, a mortar team, the platoon, and all i got to do is buy tanks. I've got an army. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so... Um, um, I'll go into why I keep getting drawn in, but um, in my bit. But yeah, um, voice trends. I think I think you'll do a really good job on them as well. And it's almost like me wanting to say, don't put them on the big base, Jamie. Don't do them on the normal bases, know, and then know. just slowly build an army. But yeah, find yeah. them on eBay and just. But also, our friend James, he bought a load. Yeah, he did. He did indeed. He might not. He might never. My fingers are like. Don't do anything with them, James, and then next year you just sell them to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just slowly say, oh, James, don't don't paint them that colour. Just really put yeah. them off starting them and then buy them off. You should do something them. else, James. Put them aside. Do something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so our friend James bought, I think he spent quite a bit on them. I think he got enough to start a tiny little army. Yeah. I was going to order the snipers just be, just for a bit of fun, but then I remembered that I don't have time to paint things for fun at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I've got a shit ton to be doing. Yeah. Um, so, anything on your horizon for the year, Jamie? Like anything else you've got planned, hobby-wise? <clears throat> um, I got that all kill team as well, so I want to do those. I bought those commandos, so I'm gonna do try and do a bit more conversion on them because you know they're orcs. Yeah. So. And there's a guy called Quarter Paints um, who's done a really cool orc kill team, so that's really. 
spurred me on to do something cool with them. So, yeah, I think once I get 2,000 points of Admech, um, I'll still do more. I want to get the drill um, Electro Priest, but I'm put them on the back burner a little bit. Nice. And then play a game with them. <laughs> yeah. No, they never, they're going to stay in their boxes. That's, I spend hours painting them, and then they'll go back in their box and never see the light of day. Yeah. <laughs> Standard. I've got armies that do that. Yeah. Got 2,000 points of Death Guard that have played like three games and then just stat in their box. So annoying. Um, so if that's you wrapped up on what you've been doing, I might do my bit if that's all right. Yeah, go for it. So only bit of hobbying I did over Christmas wasn't actually hobbying. It was getting organised. So I, um, I, I had a couple of days where Sarah was still at home. So I... Um, back at her parents so I just cleared out all my hobby stuff went through all the boxes like under the bed you know all that stuff just started clearing out what I have and just started to getting into some kind of order so built all of my night haunt stuff so I could throw away all the sprues you know just getting rid of junk oh, and yeah, just making so it a bit easier so built my night haunt stuff that suddenly made it <clears throat> Slightly less of a challenge to want to paint, which is pretty cool. So now I'm looking at it going, okay, I can get through this stuff. It's actually not that much. So objective one for 2019, finish all of my Nighthorn stuff by the end of February, which actually, with the painting process I've got in place, shouldn't be too hard. The cool thing about the Nighthorn stuff is it's a lot of spraying, washing with nitrous oxide, and then building that colour back up to white, which actually isn't very hard anymore. A lot easier than it used to be. Um, so end of Feb, I want all that gone. And then the rest of the pile was clipping and making it smaller into boxes. All the Space Marine, like Primaris stuff I've got. So I've got all the Dark Imperium Space Marine stuff from the Death Guard Space Marine box set that came out year before last or last year. Um, and then for Christmas, my mum got me the Imperial Strike Force, the, the Imperial Fist one. Oh, yeah. So... I've got all of that too. So I'm going to... My my objective for end of 2019 is to have all of that painted up as Crimson Fists. And, even more interestingly, I decided that. I decided it after our friend Dan has death... Um, our friend Dan has Crimson Fist Army, but he's actually getting rid of it. He's going to be repainting it all into Imperial Fists. Because he's got... It's, I don't know why he did it. He had already like 3,000 points of Imperial Fist Space Marines. And he got the Dark Imperium box and just decided to paint them as Crimson Fists to be different. And now he's realised he doesn't like it. So he's stripping them all and he's doing them all Imperial Fists, which is bonkers. <laughs> Dan, if you're listening to this, I don't know why he did that. And then I was just I like, mean, do you know what? I love Crimson Fists. So Yeah, I mean, they're so, so iconic. So iconic. And um, fun fact, I used to have a Crimson Fist Space Marine Army, like back when I first met James in school. It was the first Space Marine army I properly had. Um, so it feels quite nice to go back to them. Um, but it's just perfect landing, you know. Got that Imperial Fist box, got all that Space Marine stuff left over from the Dark Imperium box, and then lo and behold, January 2019, White Dwarf Codex lands, and in it is a Crimson Fist Index Astartes with their own rules, painting guides, everything, like absolutely everything you need to know about them is all in that one issue. Which is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, literally crimson fisted you. Yeah. Straight into the new year. Yeah. Proper double crimson fisting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's my new year, really. And I guess in interjecting in between 
getting my Death Force finished and starting the Crimson Fists, I'm going to try and get the two or three warbands from under um, Warhammer Underworlds that I've got left over. You know, getting them to a good standard. And then the very back end of 2019, my plan is to start a Stormcast Eternal Force because I've got all of the Stormcast stuff from the um, Age of Sigmar Soul Wars box. But they're on the back burner for now. I don't need two Age of Sigmar armies when I've barely played it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and that's me, really. So I'm, I'm going to add to it. I'm going to, by the end of this year, I'm more than likely going to buy either start collecting Stormcast Vanguard set. Nice. Just because I quite like... They, I've got the models from those shades for the... Um, the hunters, fast rider hunters. I just thought, well, I got those. They're a little, they're 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 their own unit. I can just add to that, and then some of the models in that one look quite fun. So yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. So pretty cool, right? There's a lot to do this year. I find that what motivates me is by clearing out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I get a definitely. bit worried about getting started on stuff if I can't see the wood through the trees. But like segmenting it out, getting the death stuff built, which is like, oh, actually, that's not that much. I've jumped straight in two-footed challenge. I'm just going to get the 20 chain rasps done first because everything else looks really fun to paint, but they don't. Because there's <laughs> like, so I'm going to get the horde unit out of the way, um, and then after that, do a character, then go do another horde unit because I've got loads of those. Um, I can't remember the names of all of them yet. I've got some Miraman, Miramon, Miramon banshees. Um, I've got a bunch of those, and I've got a bunch of the ones with the. You know, ones that look like half scaven, half horse, half human. Yeah. With the big, the big glaives. They're a bit. They're shit. Their rules are terrible, but I've got them, <laughs> so I might leave them to one side for now. But so I've got blobs of stuff to do in that army. Basically, yeah, getting started on it was a bit nervy, but I'm feeling confident now. That I can get through it. Yeah, man, um, just bash me out. Yeah, um, and then I guess for me, my last bit is if I can do it, is to get the Steel Legion stuff painted by the end of the year. Just to have it, <laughs> yeah. I've had, I've, I found it all the other day while clearing up. I've got like three units and a platoon leader unit, and it's just sitting there doing nothing. And I like modelled all the bases to be full of rubble and sh- like shrapnel and scrap, and yeah, yeah. They're just not doing anything. Um, so I'm thinking if I can get those painted up, I might do a little um, get a couple of chimeras and have like an attachment for my crimson fists. I think that could be quite cool. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was thinking to do with the. Oysterins, but I don't buy any. Yeah. Okay, so I'm conscious we wanted to keep these episodes shorter. Um, We've got time for one more thing, Jamie, which is the lovely giveaway that you've sorted out. Um, Do you want to let the listeners know what it is and um, what our randomly generated input award giver pulled out of the metaphorical hat? So if you look at our Instagram and you follow us on Instagram... Um, we were giving away some signed prints. So um, I went to Comic-Con in the summer, and I think I posted at that time as well that um, I managed to get a couple of, of the issues of Will of Iron signed by the colorist from that series. Um, she's called Enrica. Uh, I think she's Italian. She Italian? Yeah, she's Italian. She was really nice, amazing really lovely um she's really into warhammer as well she wasn't she's not just an artist that 
got put on that series. She said she collected Eldar when she was younger, and she, so she was really happy to get onto that series. And the colours, the colours are great, and the hurrah is great. So yeah, um, so I got, um, I picked up a. It was like a, I got the signed copies of some of the issues, and then she had like a blind bag of prints. And he paid a pound, basically, or so I can't remember what it was. It wasn't a, a lot, and um, you just pick a blind bag. But she helpfully hinted to one that contained all the forty k ones in, nice. um, and they're great prints, and they're signed by her. And to be honest, I looked at them, and they're great. But oh, because having you know having a kid and stuff, they just had to be put away to be protected. And then I just thought, to be honest, somebody else probably put them up in their nice hobby room, frame them, and they'll look great. So I decided to give them away. And um, yeah, we I put I got one of those. Put everyone who commented on the pictures that we asked, um, and a few people uh, reposted, which was really nice as well. So um, yeah, that was really nice. Um, but uh, we put in the name into a random generator. Let me just find that again for the answers. Uh, yeah, so we put them in there, and it came out with. Uh, Tonka underscore five six seven. Woo! So, woohoo! You woo-hoo. you step on up, come on down. Insert um, everyone yeah. clapping sound here. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. So we'll um, if you're listening or you don't listen, I don't know. It's up to you. But we will um, tag you in on Instagram and you slide into our DMs and we'll post them out to you. Yeah, slide on in, you filthy animal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and congratulations. Be on that way to and enjoy that beautiful prints like that Inquisitor one with like the squiggly tentacle nerd porn behind it is great. Yeah, for many reasons. I'm disappointed I didn't win. Well, we did discuss this, Dave, and no, you can't have them. Right? Yeah, insider trading. We have loyal listeners that we need to give out to them and give them, give them, give back. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I think that's fair, but I'm still annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you for everyone who entered and everyone who reposted. It was really nice to see some good feedback and yeah, people engaging. And super we will try and post. do more things like that in the future, I guess. Yeah. Nice to get that It was a super, super active post. Like, it was really, really buzzing, which is really yeah. great. Like, I love it. I love that you guys only listen to us for our free things. You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is yeah. lovely. It's really, really nice. Um, yeah, maybe we can think about other things we can put in. That'd be cool. Yeah, um, we'll find some more shit. I don't know. We'll try and... I guess we'll, we'll try and go to Warhammer World more and meet people more in the hobby. Um, yeah. Mm. I think we're going to try and get some special guests on shows. So we'll yes. try and get yeah. more... We'll try and steal more stuff of people to give to you. Yeah. Basically. So on on that note, wrapping up, I guess. So that was our first hobby episode. We'd love it if people would let us know what they thought of it. You know, are we going in the right direction of what you guys wanted to hear? Um, you know, we spent a lot more time talking about hobby than we have on any other episode, which I think is awesome. Um, uh, I guess from me, uh, I've just thought of something, Jamie. It'd be really cool if we ask people what their hobby goals are. You know, we've just spent a bit of time talking about what we want to do for 2019. Drop us a message or tell us in the comments when we post this out live. What are your goals? Like, we'll, we'll happily talk about your goals on an episode as well. I think that'd be quite fun. You know? Yeah, and how they're probably way better than ours, and yeah. you'll, <laughs> you will achieve your goals and 
do everything better than us. So yeah, so, yeah um, when you hear this, go on our Instagram, find the launch post that Jamie always puts up when an episode goes live, and tell us what your goals are. We'll read them out in the next episode, and me and Jamie will riff on them and talk about how much more likely you are to complete yours than we are our own. Yeah. Um, I guess that is it from me, Jamie. Maybe um, uh, next episode, what are we doing? What What is the next episode, Jamie? Oh, fingers crossed it's going to be a book episode and it will be going over Trollslayer. Yes, and going over Trollslayer, hopefully, if I can get the timings correct, will be a special guest. Um, he's well known in the podcasting world of Warhammer and Black Library and 40k, etc., etc., um, very nice dude, and I'm hoping I can get the timings right, and he will be joining us for an episode to talk about the book. So exciting, really exciting. I'm hoping we can do it. It is exciting. Yeah, be our first one, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, I guess that's yeah, it. We've decided us. what we're going to do after Trollslayer, yet, have we? No, but I guess we should talk about it, but um, maybe not at the end of an episode. Actually, <laughs> uh, do you know what, guys? Tell us, is there anything out there that you've been eager for your ears to hear us talk about? We're quite open to suggestions. Otherwise, I'm going to end up pulling us back into another Horus Heresy book or something that you might not want to hear. So let us know in, in the comments of this episode, I guess. Um, right, let's call it a night. Um, thanks for listening. I hope the hobby episode was good. And uh, yeah, peace out. Peace. Peace.